to the BS Injury Report, part of the Freedom Podcast Network. Uh, this is Brady back with Scott. Uh, we're going to talk today a little bit about the NFC uh, playoff picture and where the Packers fall, and we're going to get into uh, the injury news first off, as we always do. It's Bear Week, Brady. It's Bear Week. We've yeah. got Packers Day at the clinic. Yeah. They, they won previously, so... Uh, Bets are being paid off, correct? Yeah, correct, yeah. Aaron sporting uh, perhaps the greatest Packer ever, his jersey. That's tr- you, she's got Tremont on? Oh, well, that's no, well. he's my favorite Packer ever. Oh. I don't know if he's the greatest Packer ever, but um, Bart Starr. Bart she's Star. got my wife's uh, Bart Starr jersey on today. She, she's always a good sport about it, though. She's always a trooper. Begrudge, yeah, she's, begrudgingly she, wears it. She, yeah, she's gotten <laughs> kind of the... <laughs> the raw end of the deal uh, yes. over the past couple of years just because yeah, the Bears sure. haven't been very good. Um, so let's get into the injury report today. So we got uh, Kevin King's having some issues. Right, yeah, he would, he, I think he was inactive last week because uh, of his shoulder, which is a bit uh, disconcerting because that's the – I don't think they disclosed what shoulder it is, but I'm – you, you would think it's going to be the same same that he's had problems with that he had to have surgery on. He had a torn labrum, so um, and I think he had that repaired in college, and then um, you know he missed a, a big punk a, a big part, excuse me, of last year as well um, when he had the when he had it repaired. So, so it's been a troubling injury for him. Obviously, since he's been out of college, he's hasn't really played much the first two seasons. This is the full, first season where he's had significant, uh, been a significant part of the defense. Um, what is the labrum for those that may not know? So the labrum is, um, it's a it's a piece of connective tissue that if you think about your shoulder and the ball and the socket, with the socket part of it, it creates this little rim around the outside just to provide a little more depth for our shoulder just because the socket is so shallow, like, about as much as a golf ball sits in a golf tee, that's about as much as your shoulder sits in the socket. But that's what gives us all the mobility that we have with our shoulder, that it's not as deep set a socket. So the labrum just helps to create a little bit more depth for it. Um, it's a common injury in, in pitchers um, because basically the long head of your bicep um, runs up and becomes your labrum. Um, and so, yeah, so they when they repair it often, they'll go in uh, with a little anchor um, and, and, and put that in, and then they'll kind of try to bring the, the tear back down so that it can eventually scar back down and, and, and be as normal as possible. Is this normally a... Is it is your labrum normally injured through contact, uh, through, like, a sheer force, or is it uh, sometimes kind of a movement-related injury where you you might be... Sure. Obviously, like the baseball, right? Right. Yeah. You're, so those you're guys, moving your shoulder through range of motion inc- with incredible power. Right. So those guys, I think it's as much as anything is the the whole pitching motion and just that they have to decelerate, and mm-hmm. that probably puts a, a constant strain on it, strain on it, and eventually it leads to a tear. But also, just somebody potentially just through trauma um, may tear it as well. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Is there? Uh, is there a reason why, like, soft tissue, like, that that obviously, like, if the soft tissue is gone and you have bone on bone, I guess, why does your body send, like, a pain response or an inf- inflammation response to that area? 
just to let just because your body knows something's wrong and it needs to to give it a little extra protection is that I think well why that causes so much pain I um so I think it does that uh, just the anatomy isn't normal so things are just getting worn out or or, or have wear on them that it normally wouldn't and okay. then that's just your body's uh, response to it is to send chemicals that are there that say, hey, this is hurt, this is inflamed. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And so when they, they put him through the surgery, right, that's just they're actually, in, in this case it was a tear, so they're having to sew that back together? Yep. So they're trying to, so in things like that, they're trying to get the anatomy back to kind of where it was okay. as best they can. And then the reason you're, after some surgeries like that where they've repaired something, Often you have restricted motion um, requirements just because they want it to scar back down. They they do want the body to go through its normal healing process then to kind of lay down scar tissue over that to make it strong. Okay. Um, When you get a patient in with like a torn labrum, what uh, muscle groups are you really hitting to try to prevent that to happen, like prevent that happening again and get them back to what they want to do? So, I mean, obviously, you know, you want to get, the rotator cuff strong, and then just all the muscles around there um, you know, that, that help stabilize and support that as well. You want to get as strong. So you want strong scapular muscles, um, and then, like I said, a strong rotator cuff um, as well. And if they're like, if we're talking about now like a pitcher or something like that, mm-hmm. then you want to get their glutes nice and strong. You want to get their core nice and strong because when they throw, that's a whole body motion right so the stronger you can have those other groups especially our big power groups then you're going to put less stress through your shoulder that makes sense um my grapple over in grafton has like went out on the west coast yeah yeah to uh do pitching certifications it's crazy how well a they slow all those pitchers down like frame by frame yeah like millisecond by millisecond and like look at each part of the chain of the body and look at like what's going on right. and they can like parse down like oh your hip is collapsing here like right. that can't yeah. happen and then they're working on stuff it's crazy right anyway uh back to football um do you think that kevin king being injured against the redskins now the redskins bottom team in the nfl this year I don't think the Packers were too worried about uh, this this game in terms of um, it being a tough opponent. Now, they couldn't drop that game because of how tight the NFC has been. Right. Um, but do you think that's a need for us to make any roster moves in terms of bringing in an extra corner or anything like that? Or, like, who's filling in his role? Because uh, he was really our second cornerback this right. year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Josh Jackson, I mean, he's more a little bit more of a slot guy, right, than what Kevin King is. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, he's limited practice. I, hopefully he plays this week and is able to play through the rest of the season. Um, but I think Josh Jackson would be your, you know, your guy. Or maybe you move Tremont back out there. And, um, and then Josh Jackson plays more on the, in the slot. But I think he should. I would think he'll. I bet he plays this week, especially against the Bears and divisional opponent and whatnot. Yeah. Um, how do you think we we fare against the Bears? 
I mean, they've been playing a little oh, bit better. I mean, yeah. Won, won the last few games that they've played. Well, they're getting uh, so the injury report. We can, you know, they're getting Hakeem Nicks Hicks, excuse me, Hakeem Hicks back. So um, he had dislocated his elbow against uh, the Raiders in October. Mm-hmm. So to get him back is a big, big thing. I mean, when we played them the opening the opening game, we didn't really run the ball very effectively. Our offense looked disjointed, you know, yeah. other than a couple of drives maybe. So. Having him back, I think, will be big for the Bears. Um, I think it's – I mean, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game, I think. I just – so I guess the Packers over the past few weeks, I, the, really the question is the is going gonna, is gonna to be the, our offense. Like yeah. if they show up, we have a good game, and if they don't, uh, it goes rough. My, my, the reason I do think that we we will win, I don't, I don't know if I, if I would – you know, I might take the Bears in the points if I were a betting man. But um, Rodgers did not have a great game last week, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he's heard about that yep. this whole past week from the media. And if there's anybody that gets a chip on their shoulder and I'll prove you wrong, it's him, I, I think. So um, so I think that that's good, f- good for the Packers. I think he'll be well motivated to kind of quiet his critics. He, he certainly in the past has, has done that whenever they're starting to bark a little bit about his play. He usually has a great game to kind of um, shut him up, so to speak. Do you lend any credence? Because that, that, that has been a talking point over the past week on kind of national television in terms of like the ESPN talking head shows. It, they're you know, like, oh, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, they need to have a hot take. I got. <laughs> uh, so um, no, I don't think it's the end of the world. It's interesting. I was listening and just driving to work on Monday, and and so the guy I was listening to is like, we have people that are open. He's yeah. just not letting it fly. So he's he's giving up the 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 you know the ten yard completion, trying to wait till the twenty yard completion is open. So. I think that offense works best, and, and this guy brought up a good point. Like, you know, I think Mike McCarthy would say the same about his offense, mm-hmm. is that it works best when it's in rhythm and get, and the ball's coming out when it's supposed to be coming out. I agree. So the the other – so, again, like, to go with that criticism, the only, the only thing that you look at is our offense was suited to have that kind of, like, playground – offense when we had super talented high key receivers think Jordy Nelson right, right that right knew James when the, Jones when when the plays broke down they were like I know I'm in kind of Aaron Rodgers head in terms of where sure I need to run to get back open and keep this play alive because I know that he's looking for me yeah and you watch some of the the receivers that they have now when their routes are done they're just kind of like all right, I'm here. Yeah. Where's the ball? And if it's not, then it's like, all right, yeah. play's done. Well, they said even the, the the pass that he missed in the end zone to the tight end, um, you know, they said the tight end should have sat down mm-hmm. and that Rodgers yeah. was almost throwing hit to make it, to make it safer for him. Like if he had kept leading him where he was going, he was going to get hit. He's going to get lit up. Yeah. And so he kind of, he needed to feel that, the tight end, I mean, and sit down. And that ball probably would have been their first, you know, that would have been his first touchdown, that rookie tight end out of, I think he's out of Texas A&M. Yeah. Uh, Stein, yeah. Steinbrenner. Some yeah, Stein, something, bird. something. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. So I, there is probably some credence to that. Sure. But I think I saw that last year with McCarthy. There would be guys that were open. You're like, throw it to him. Yeah. I mean, it's, yep. it's a five-yard gain if he slips a tackle. It's a 10-yard gain, a 15-yard gain. Um, I don't know. So he's really smart. I think he's got a great football IQ, and we'll see. But, I, again, I, I think everybody telling him how bad he is, that how bad it was last week. Yep. He's going to have a big game this week. So looking at the rest of the season for the Packers, we've got uh, Bears this week, Vikings next week, which is kind of the marquee game that everybody's been looking at because that you know could have potentially swung or can still swing if uh, we drop a game this week. Yeah, right. Um, that would be for the, probably for the division. Yep. Um, and I think winning the division's going to be big for the Packers at least because, I mean, our, our away record – against good teams indicates that we should probably want to have those at home. Yes. Um, Wild card, we're one and done. Yeah, I, th- I think. I think so, too. Um, well, I think we could go well, in. To Dallas we or, could, or Philly? We could go into Dallas or Philly and win. I think we could go into Minnesota and win, even if we were to lose week 15, right? Yeah. But I think that's more of an – but I'm just thinking – we have to play San Francisco on the West Coast. We have to play Seattle on the West Coast. I don't think well, that those, goes well for yeah. us. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see who wins that division, right? I mean, that they, that that's going to be exciting just to watch the end of that NFC West. It's going to yep. be because they all play each other yet once or twice. They're all, I mean, the Rams would basically have to win out, I think, to make the wild card almost. Yeah. Um, let me see who they got left here. Yeah, they've got the Rams play the Cowboys on Sunday, then at the 49ers and then the Cardinals. So they almost need to win out to have a chance at the wild card. That's tough. But if they beat the 49ers, I mean, it's they looked really good against Seattle. Yeah. I mean, so, like, the – I mean, te- technically the Bears are still in the wild card race, right? Yeah. They could, they could win out. But they might even be able to win the division if they won out because I think they play – Well, they've got oh. seven losses, right? So, yeah, they're third, but they play us in – in the Vikings, so they've so got. So we would have. Those yeah. are on the road too, and the Chiefs. Then they play Chiefs next Sunday night. Yeah, that's. So they've that's got a they got a tough road to hoe. So. I don't. I don't know. I, They're not going to make the playoff. They're well, not going to win those three games. I don't think so either. No way. How do you think? Um, do you think they regret that Cleo Mack trade? I think they regret the. The Mitchell the Trubisky Mitch- tree. That's very true. Yeah, that's the one that they were. I mean, they, who did they pass on? Mahomes, Mahomes and uh, J- Watson. Watson. And so, and they traded up to move one spot to a team that wasn't going to draft the dude anyways. No. I mean, it's crazy. It's as a Packer fan, I love it. It's awesome. Well, I know, but it, I mean, on, on the <laughs> other hand, the team that did it to him, the San Francisco, they've shown that they've been extremely smart in rebuilding that team. Yeah. The uh, those guys there, um, I guess. It's, I there's no chance we get the one seed anymore, really. Like realistically, like well, if we went out, if we went out, I think we could. Because again, the 49ers, who do they well, got? They've left got here? two two losses, right? So if we went out, we'd be thirteen and three. Yep. And if they they still got to play the Rams and they still got to play um, the Seahawks at Seattle. But but if Seattle went because Seattle Seattle had a loss, no. Yeah, Seattle has, is eleven is also ten and three right now, correct? Mm. Let me look. The, so Seattle has um, they've got the Panthers at at 
at Carolina at noon. I always think that's a huge advantage for an East for an East Coast team oh, to sure. have a West Coast team. But I mean, Carolina the last but few weeks have been a yeah, dumpster fire. And they're right, and they're and Seattle's coming off a loss, so they should win that game. But then Cardinals, so yeah, I don't know. Seattle's got um, their tough game is the last game they play 49ers at at home. Fair enough. So. It's possible. It would be nice. I mean, if we get if we get the number one overall seed and we're playing all our playoff games at home, then I have yeah. a little bit more confidence. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I, I agree with you. I think at best we get the two seed. I mean, yeah. I think that makes the most sense. And then just hopefully that bye week lets them all rest and they get healthy. Although lately that doesn't seem to be that big of a deal in the play in the, in I, the NFL playoffs. I guess from my perspective, it's just having home field advantage more yeah. than anything. Um, Rather than having to play, I mean, we'd still get a home game if we won our division, right? right. Yep. Um, but I'm just thinking, if we had to play one of those better teams, I'd rather do it here than out west, where we've just yeah, yeah, totally gotten demolished. Yeah, this year. totally, I agree. So, um, so we we kind of did a little bit of a overall picture of the NFC playoff. Yeah, who's um, the Saints are the other wild card in there, right? I mean, which is crazy. I, I mean, mean that they. That game against no, did you watch no, any of that game? Saints are winning their division, right? But they are they going to have a first round bye? Are they? Oh, you know, I think that that's another team that you don't really want to have to go play. I'd much rather have the Saints come play at Green Bay, sure. Then, um, <laughs> I, I mean that this is go like play at the Superdome would be. This is the kind of deal that we talked about last week. Like we still like nothing has changed in terms of my confidence in this team. Um, in terms of like we don't know how good they are. They've they've won against the Vikings early, and that's like the one win that they can lean their hat on. And then they didn't pass the test against San Francisco. That was a good game though. At home, that was, did you watch that game? Oh, the the San, the San Francisco, Francisco Saints, Saints game. game. That was crazy. Game. I mean, they had yeah, that was a good game. I just caught, obviously caught the end of it, but I mean, right now I would have to say that we lose no matter where that's played, right? I, I think I think both those teams are better than us. I think as yeah, of right now, I agree. unless yeah. something. Cha- I mean, unless our offense all of a sudden gets in gear, and th- our defense is somehow able to start stopping the run a little bit better. And I mean, I mean the defense has looked okay over the past few weeks, but it's been against the Giants and it's been right. against the Redskins. So you I mean, don't the, know. They were still Redskins were gashing us at times, and then their quarterback could barely walk, and they were. Yeah, and it was still a touchdown, you know, game. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you don't have a lot of confidence. I like Rod. You know, I mean, but Rogers just kind of what's he going to say? But he's just like, hey, and I agree with him. A win's a win. I don't care how ugly it is or what yeah. it looks like, but um, you certainly start to see a pattern and, uh, and there. I guess the the only thing, if you're really looking at this from a glass half full standpoint, is like, look at how the Patriots kind of hand have handled their seasons, right? Through a lot of their Super Bowl seasons, they weren't like necessarily, uh, you know, their schedule is always easy because they play in a, an yeah, easy exactly. division. Yeah, yeah. And they're just beating the teams that are placed in front of them. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady's willing to hold on to the ball a little bit longer uh, in the offseason to make plays. And somehow they're able to scheme and uh, get their offense clicking a little yeah. bit more towards right. the end of the season. So maybe right. give it three more weeks and right. they and finally figure it out and then it's a different story. Right, yeah. So they've got, I mean, they're into their end of the season here too. I'd love to see them have to play in the first round, but they got the Bengals, 
the Bills at home, and then the Dolphins at home. That was the that's the Patriots. That's their the last Patriots. three games. <laughs> so I mean, they're going to end up whatever yeah. twelve and four. Yep, be fine. But I think that, I mean they're probably in the same situation. Their fan base as us or in terms of three. like yeah. For as far, just as far as this season, like they've got a ton of Super Bowls to hang their hats on, so right. they need to calm down a little bit in terms of like their team falling <laughs> that, falling to the end of the earth. But um, I think in terms of like they're like, well, we haven't really beat any of the teams that we yeah. need to beat to get out of the AFC. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think right now, obviously, Baltimore looks like a heavy favorite in the AFC. They look great last night. Holy shnikes. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then you've got. Kansas City who beat them, who they've looked shaky over the past, you know, five, six weeks. But the last two, they look better. But they looked better. They're getting healthy, I think. Yeah. I think that's a big thing for them. So <clears throat> it'll be, be fun, especially that NFC West. I think these last few weeks are going to be fun to watch some of those games between the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Rams. They all kind of got a little round robin to a certain extent yep. playing each other. So it should be fun to watch. Most, most of the NFL – uh, teams have that kind of set up, right? They've they they started doing that, yeah. So that um, those last few ge- weeks were divisional games. Divisional or... games where you can have a team that's like the Bears, right? So um, they're all playing each other. Whereas if like Green Bay had, you know, if they were playing these last couple of weeks, the Giants and and Washington, you'd think, well, they pretty much are in and can start resting people if they chose to, whatever. So yeah, it's made these games be more meaningful at the end, which is smart. Baseball, I think baseball kind of, right? The Usually in baseball, the last month, they have a lot of divisional games as well to try yeah. to keep people into that's, it. That's where the Brewers have made their, their yeah, money right, playing exactly. the Cubs right, in, the, right. in the last few months yeah. uh, and being able to ring off some wins. So uh, you got any hot takes for this week or mm. nothing crazy? Well, we'll say, are you going to play the hot take? Oh, of course. Intro music. I think Green Bay, my hot take is Green Bay will get a first round buy. I don't think they're the number one seed overall, but I think they will get a first round buy. Fair enough. Do you have any hot takes? I've got an optimistic hot take. Okay, I like it. I think Aaron Rodgers, I think he figures it might not be this week, but I think I think against the Vikings, he's got a he has a big game. And I think he kind of figures it out. And uh I think he takes us at least to the NFC championship. All right. So I like it. I'd like to see it. Yeah. Granted, I haven't been good at my hot takes this year. Not, Don't not worry, so just, hot, but... <laughs> just keep making them. Fair enough. We still get paid no matter what. <laughs> that that <laughs> is true. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody, right. for listening. Go Pack. Go Pack Go. Spare week.
This podcast is brought to you by Freedom Physical Therapy Services, providing exceptional one-to-one hands-on care to the greater Milwaukee area for over 25 years. Our physical and occupational therapists prepare custom plans for your condition to relieve pain and improve performance. Allow us to help you enjoy more freedom at freedompt.com.